Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. So Linda says that I have something that she calls mirror face when I look into a mirror. <laughs> you really do. I'm curious it's if anybody a, else has this. It's it's like when you're looking into the mirror and you're analyzing. So you're like looking at your outfit and trying to decide if you like it. Like when, especially when you're trying on clothes, you always do this. Trying on sunglasses <laughs> is a big one. But it's like you're looking and you're trying to analyze and you do a certain face so and it, it's really funny. Is it like and he, Zoolander Blue Steel? Oh, yeah, it bit. really is. Okay. And you don't know that you do it. I don't. And I don't I'll just know say mirror it. face and you just, then you, you stop doing it. Like you can't feel it. I don't feel it. <laughs> Curious if anybody else does oh this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when you look into a mirror and you're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, anyway. I don't, it's not even like a look of pleasure about your, like, you're not like, yeah, this is awesome. Cause I think everybody has something like that. This Smiles is very analytical. You're trying to decide. And so he was just doing it before we hit record. Cause he was looking at the camera and the lighting and stuff. <laughs> you weren't even looking necessarily at yourself, but you just were doing the. So face. one thing that I have noticed whenever I'm watching back any of our videos, do you do the face? I'm taught. Uh, I don't I think I do that. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do that. But when I'm watching a video of myself and on the video, <laughs> I'm laughing or smiling. Like as I'm watching it, I always start smiling. Uh, you do? Yeah. So anyway. Isn't that weird? Because I mean, I, I kind of do the same thing. Or if I make a joke, I'll laugh at my own joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which feels embarrassing. But I'm like, can I say I'm hilarious? But yeah, if you ever try to watch yourself on video when you are smiling or something, it's hard to not smile at yourself. Do you think that's true? Because a lot of people don't like seeing themselves on video or well, hearing yeah, their voice. That's true. Like you got to get over that initial hurdle, which is a big one for a lot of people. <laughs> took us a, man, it took me a long time to get comfortable on video, like many, many years. Yeah. It's quite a it, it side It's note, hard because you, you see yourself differently than other people see you. And so when you see yourself the way other people see you, you're like, well, that's... Yeah. That's oh, not yeah. what I thought. It's, yeah, it's very <laughs> That is not at all what awkward. I thought. Um, but you eventually get over it and figure everything out. But anyway, so I wanted to yeah, share... Yeah, like, isn't that a weird revelation that you're thinking, people have been seeing me this way this whole time and I didn't know that? All right, fine. We'll just keep going on this. So <laughs> along those lines of something really weird there is... I was reading this thing the other day where it said, basically, we all have our own kind of perception of ourselves and mm -hmm. what we think we are. Mm -hmm. And no one else in the entire world has that same perception. Yeah, that and weird. every single person has a different perception of us mm -hmm. based on what they know about us and how they've experienced us. You know, so like yeah. our sister and our parents, like same household all the time, but have very different views of us. They see us differently. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, some random person on Instagram who sees one post views right. us a certain way. Especially so, if they're already a <clears throat> troll. That is, <laughs> and that's, it can be terrifying if you let it, uh, right. in terms of the fact that you have no control really of what most people think about you. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, or you just lean into it, accept in it. Don't let your identity be in that. Let your yeah. identity be in Christ and allow him to... <laughs> I don't even want to go down that rabbit trail. No, but that's important to think about. But yeah, I mean, yeah, because like I see my kids and to me, I, you know, I I see, I, I I have the history of seeing them as a baby and perfect. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then when I think about my relationship with my siblings, (laughs) it's very different (laughs) than how my parents probably view, you know, my siblings and me. Yeah. So yeah, that true. makes a lot of sense. And like you, okay, Bob, Bob and his sister did not get along. Can I tell them this sure, story? Tell them whatever. It you is want. really funny. This I was don't know before, where you're this going, was pre-Jesus. Let's go for it. But he and his sister used to fight all the time, and they told me. I mean, I'll never Are you forget tell the story. Them about the M Ms. No, but that's a good one. We could tell them to do that too. But this one was they were sitting at the table, and she said something to you, and you said, "Shut up and die." It's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Yeah. I'm like, what was the reaction of your parents? Yeah, Do you like, even well, remember? All, big brother. <laughs> I don't know how old I was at that point, but. Shut up and die. Like, not just shut we up. We did not get along very well. Which is funny because now you guys are super close. Now she works for us. She works for us. We talk you. almost every other day. Mm-hmm. I know. But yeah. it, it went from shut up and die to, <laughs> hey, you want to work together? No, we did not get along at all as kids. It was very. I mean, I'm glad you guys made it through that. I think that's such, it's a good thing to keep in mind as we're raising children. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, kids just fight. They'll get over it. Yeah. You got to instill the good things in them, but, you know. No, it's an encouragement to me as well as we're watching our boy and girl fight. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, Yesterday was was a tough one in the lot of of those days. One of those days. (sighs) Anyway, okay, so that's a good... Almost six minutes of talking about this. What is the thing we're actually going to talk yeah, about today? So, all right. We just had... Why have we brought them here? quite a long tangent, <laughs> but thanks for bearing with us. Got a really cool story that I just yeah. want to brag on God about. And so this is from someone who is in our True Financial Freedom class. Mm-hmm. And which she... I'll get into it in a second, but she references something that she took from that class that we talked about in week one of that class. So if you've been through it, it's in week one. If you've read our book, we talk about it in our book in chapter one or two. Yeah, right it's really in early in the and beginning. So, uh, and really, it's this idea that, you know, it's kind of come out of my observation just as being talking to Christians about money for whatever, long time now, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years, and how so many Christians fall into one or two categories. Um, one being where it's like, all right, I'm going to lean in the direction of being really wise with my finances mm-hmm. and I'm going to do all the wise things that I knew to do. A lot of times those are even in the Bible, you know, I, and like this idea of spending less than you earn. I'm going to try to spend less than I earn because right. that's just sound wisdom. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to pay off my debt and get out of debt because that's just wisdom, you know? So leaning into that, so there's a lot of Christians who will do that. Um, and I guess I should first say, there's a lot of Christians who do nothing other than I'm just going to ignore my financial situation, not pay any attention at all. But then a lot will decide, all right, I'm going to do the wise thing and do that. But they don't invite God into the equation. They mm-hmm. don't expect him to do miracles on their behalf. Okay. Then on the other hand, we have a lot of Christians who... I would say that first one is the one that you kind of fell into. Yeah. Like when we, that's in our definitely early days, where I started we, for sure. Yeah. And... 
in, and before that, both of us were in the camp of let's do nothing. Let's pretend it's all going to go away. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear you. Bury your heads in the sand. Like, yeah. That's where we started. And then I moved into that direction <laughs> of, you know, doing the wise thing, studying Proverbs, seeing what it has to say about money, all the stuff, you know. But then the other camp, and this, you know, kind of depends on what Excuse denomination me. you come out of, you know, because different <laughs> right. denominations lean a little bit more direction yeah. than others. And I've had the opportunity of really being in very different extreme denominational circles, you know. But the other group that I've seen a lot of is this group that is actually really good at tapping into God for the miracles. But there's a lot of those people who will, you know, when crisis strikes, it's like, all right, I'm going to stand in faith and I'm going to see a miracle in their finances. And they do a lot of times. Yeah. But what I've observed for a lot of those people is they lean in that direction and they don't do any of the wisdom. They don't do any of the common sense things that they should And so they keep finding themselves in crisis situations or in difficult financial situations. Mm -hmm. They'll cry out to God because of their own foolishness, not because of you know calamity strikes necessarily. Well, yeah, it could be any of the above. I guess that's true. But but the point I guess I'm making is uh, there's a lot of Christians that fall into one of those two camps. For me, it was because of my own foolishness. (laughs) (laughs) Me me too. Me too. But. I think what we've tapped into, what we've identified, the thing that has, when we noticed our financial life really begin to change Mm -hmm. was when we did both of them at the same time. Yeah. When we tapped into both, when we really began inviting God into our financial situation, we really began praying in faith for him to move. But at the same time, we did the natural steps that we needed to take to see a miracle. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we have noticed this as I've you know, had the wonderful opportunity to be able to have thousands of students who I can watch their situations and watch and see what's happened. Like this is a common thread Mm -hmm. and this is so powerful. And so, well, and we've seen a lot of examples of this in the Bible, which is what we talk about in the class and in the book, but yeah, go ahead. So I want to share this woman's story. Um, and she just sent us a DM on Instagram yesterday with this. And so, The gist of it is in January of this year, so at the time of this recording, we're in September. So this was um, basically eight, nine months ago. Mm -hmm. She sent us this message and I'll just, I'm going to kind of skim through and read some of it, but uh, said, uh, hey, Bob and Linda, I've been following Seed Time for over a year. I'm grateful for being part of your True Financial Freedom class. Uh, I want to share with you about my debt and ask how I should handle it. So she went on to say her AUM is negative $136,000. So, um, AUM for anybody who isn't aware, this is kind of our alternative AKA of net worth. Mm -hmm. And we prefer that term. So she says my AUM is negative 136,000. Um, she has a mortgage, $120,000 and student loans of $250,000. So a lot of debt, a lot of student loans, Mm -hmm. $250,000 of student loans. And she said, I don't know how to snowball this with my gross income of $79,000. And so anyway, so this is just kind of where she is and what she's asking. And then I went on and sent her a couple messages just kind of encouraging her um, to do exactly what we just said. Like, let's pray. Let's believe God for a miracle here. Like, we've seen him do bigger miracles than this. We've seen him do, you know, I've heard so many stories of God just doing really big things. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to have $250,000 of student loan debt and feeling like, this is an impossible mountain right. that I'm never, never going, away. going to get over. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get over this. And so um, it's easy to feel that way. But yeah. there is no amount of debt that is too big for God. And so we're just going to be your cheerleader and your coach if you're listening to this right now. Yeah. There is no amount that is too big for God. Mm-hmm. And so that was in January. 
Okay. I sent her a message, encouraged her in that to tap into really standing in faith to see a miracle, praying in faith, uh, holding to the word on all this. And where we were at in that week, you you were saying uh, the week that we were about to come up on in our true financial freedom class, Mm -hmm. you were like, we're going to give you some ideas on how to make extra income because she was looking at that. So it's like, Okay, great. That's that's a good place to start. It's like you're 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 seeing what the problem is. You're trying to mentally figure out, okay, if I'm going to solve this problem, how am I going to do it? Yeah, and even like, though it seems impossible, but if I was going to try, like where do I start? Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like I think most people sit in this situation is like is it $250,000 of debt? Like, yeah, I can go start driving for Uber or whatever doing something to mm-hmm. raise a few extra $100 but that's not even going to make a dent in it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. That's the thing. That is the thing. Because so many people sit at that point and say, this is all I have, God. There's no way that this is ever going to do something. But there's something about acting on that thing that seems so small and so insignificant where God's like, yes, that's faith. I'm tapping into that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come behind and push forward. Yeah. And so she did the natural steps that she could do of trying to get this debt paid off, even though there's no way it could have ever happened in Mm -hmm. the natural. And... And then she prayed. And what's so cool, I'll just read to you what she sent me yesterday. Bob and Linda, I want to share with you some outstanding news. In January, you encouraged me to show up. Well, I did that. I did what I could do to earn some extra income. And God did the miraculous. She yes. said, I I don't have her permission to share this yet, so I'm going to just keep some of the details private. But basically, she got a $30,000 raise in her job, which is pretty awesome. And then she went on to say that last week, she just found out that $200,000 of her student loan debt has been forgiven. I mean... And um, and uh, just for anybody who's curious, like this isn't the government forgiveness, you know, and everything with so that. So this is something this completely is separate and extra. Completely separate. And um, I would in some way say more legitimate. Um, and so <laughs> what's so cool about this, she said... It's surreal, but God's word doesn't return return void. I'm so grateful for you and Linda answering the call to help others to truly become financially free. And then she said, lastly, I must also add that as of today, I've exceeded my net given goal of $10,000. And so we're just super pumped. And we just want to brag on God a little bit there uh, and what he's doing. There's so much here. But one of the things that I I think is worth mentioning is how she set a net given goal when she was in the most financially strapped position. And again, that is an act of faith. Yeah, that is an act of faith when it's like, I'm in a mountain, it's never going to be moved. That's what it looks like in the natural. And it's like, but I'm going to write down this number. Mm that I think God can do, even though I can't do it, God Mm -hmm. can do it. And I mean, this is only, where are we? We're in September. So this is only nine months later. Yeah. Like this isn't three years later. It's nine months and she's, she's surpassed her net given goal and she's made huge progress on her debt from working towards it, but also just having stuff just completely forgiven. And and a $30,000 raise. raise, Like... (laughs) There's just so much. And I mean, one one of the things that she mentions in there about her job is that she moved into a position that she had previously not wanted to be in. But I, I think it what it what it's sounding like to me is that she's leaving herself open for God to do something and found this or this position came to her that not only came with a pay raise, but it actually was a blessing to her. Right. Yep. I mean, that's what it, this this uh, message sounds like. And it's so exciting because God doesn't just do one thing. He's like coming at it from all these different angles. And 
blessing her in order so that she can be a blessing to others. I mean, it's just so exciting. And it's that idea of the real, the true financial freedom. It's not just, oh yeah, I can retire early. There's a sense of freedom deep inside of her of what God will do when she shows up and what God will do in her life and wants to do in her and through her. Well, and she's going to carry that to the day she dies. She's never going to forget that. Mm -hmm. She's never going to forget what God did there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's why we're sharing this too, because again, like that God that just did that for her is our God, is your God. And so let's not forget that, Mm -hmm. you know, he's not a respecter of persons. Like he's not like, Oh, I'm only going to do it to the favored ones. It's like the opportunity for us to tap into his miraculous power and whatever he wants to do, like Mm -hmm. is available for all of us. Yes. And I just want to be someone who is continuing to lean into that and get inspired and encouraged by others and their victories Mm -hmm. rather than getting jealous about it, but be inspired, inspired. Yeah. And be excited and celebrate what God's doing in someone else's life. Yeah. But yeah, yeah there really is something here in, in tapping into the idea of doing the practical things and believing God for some sort of breakthrough. Like what? I I don't think she could have imagined that this was going to happen. Yeah, that $200,000 of her student loan debts would just be canceled. Like yeah. that... I don't even know if she prayed for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that they just seem to disappear. And I've heard, we have heard stories like this over and over and over again in our community and outside of our community as well. Yeah. It's like, God just, this is just what he does. He's just, <laughs> he just does stuff. So it's super exciting. And if you are in a situation like this, show up, find out what you can, try and figure out what you can do. And pray at the same time. Man, so powerful. All right. So that's your encouragement for today. Share this with somebody who has a big chunk of debt. needs it. And who needs to hear this. Mm -hmm. um, And encourage them. You know, God is not done. God is not leaving them. He hasn't left them or forsaken them. Or you listening if you're in that situation. Yeah. And again, like I just want to make this super clear. There's no amount of debt that is too big for God to do something on. And the miraculous. And it's easy to feel like that, but it's just not true. So that's your encouragement for today. See ya. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.